This is Hawaii Rising, a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund. I'm Kenji Cataldo. I'm Suyuno Amos. Each week, we'll be talking story with grassroots community organizers at the forefront of progressive movements for change in Hawaii. Over this series, we're featuring the 30 grantees who received community-raised funds through the Hawaii People's Fund this year. It's our biggest cohort to date, and we're so excited to share their stories with you. Today, we're featuring our first grantee organization, Hui Okuapa. Hui Okuapa is one of our grantees who focus on stewarding aina and natural resources by working to restore local ia, or traditional Hawaiian fish ponds, on Molokai. Local ia are a really exciting technology being used for ocean stewardship and resource management in Hawaii. Hanohano and Maile Naehu are our vibrant guests on this episode, and they have a big vision for the future of Molokai. But we'll let them tell you about that themselves. Thank you, Hanohano and Maile, for joining us today. Could you both introduce yourselves and the organization Huio Kuapa? My name is Guy Hanohano Naehu. Um, born and raised on the island of Molokai. My position, my title in Huyokupa is Almighty. <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> yeah, four five one C Huyokupa. Yeah, he's the head Kia Iloko. That's the official title. <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> too. But yeah, head Kia Iloko. Yep. And um, Huyokuapa 501c3 was established in 1989 um, as a project to restart restoring fish ponds on the island of Molokai, primarily East End. And it was uh, birthed out of the ideas of um, Uncle Walter Riddy and several others. Um, and they started with five loko'i'a that they started to restore. And the first one being right in right in this valley where we lived and then they moved more uh, west and so the last of the five ponds was Kawanui, and that's when Hano became a part of the ohana was back about 21 years ago 21 years ago yeah this idea um huyokupa was founded on uh came from the community the molokai community um always could see the the local ia mm -hmm. that in this repair but as you drive alongside the road, you cannot help but notice fish pond after fish pond after fish pond after fish pond. And so the community throughout the years, throughout the generations, have never given up on the idea of restoring, revitalizing mm -hmm. these local ia. Yeah. And that was always the um, thought of as part of the momona. Yeah. You know, that was missing from our island. For a long time. So a big part of um, how I came to be a part of the Ohana of Huyokopa didn't happen until um, maybe informally about 13, 12 or 13 years ago after I moved to Molokai and we had gotten married and I had been I've been an educator for over 20 years started uh, my roots are in Punanaleo, Kulukayapuni. And then I moved on to working for Kamehameha schools uh, within the schools as a resource teacher, teaching cultural arts and literacy and writing. And so Kiawanui, um, you know, being married to the Kia'iloko there and seeing what a beautiful 
environment it was to bring more educational type programs into that space was like oh it was an aha moment for me and so that's when this kind of um, collaboration of of our work started happening at Kavanui, where Kavanui wasn't just uh just restoration but we really started integrating more educational type programs and it and it really helped to align with Kamehameha's vision because it is Kamehameha it is Powahi's Aina and so um, that's what that's how we worked together was he would do a lot of the Aina based uh, work in the pond or on the Aina and then they would come and do the reflection with me and it would be something creative <laughs> something uh, artistic something performance based or um, murals I've done community murals and and so together we really try to emphasize the importance through Huyokopa of Aloha Aina through uh, traditional concepts um, and practices coupled with contemporary mediums. So that's what we really pride ourselves on at Huyokofa. Amazing. So as I understand it, you malama multiple fish ponds, right? And is Keavanui kind of the main base or what, what are the other fish ponds that you take care of? So Huyokopa was used to help restore these identified fish ponds. Yeah. Once they restored them, the Huyokupa that we inherited would kind of restore and then leave them to the community or whoever was involved in the project. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was no um, overseeing after the project was done. Yeah. Okay. So that is something that we are we want to change. That we want to change. Yeah. Because we love the idea that Huyo Kupa was created for the eventual restoration of all the fish ponds on yeah. Molokai, right? So we are trying to figure out now the longevity, how of, yeah. to malama the people that go malama the place. Mm. So what happened was that the organization was established and there was no real like set hub mm. um, that centered out of it was just working you know as soon as a pond was done they would move to the next one and the next one and the next one once they got to the fifth pond which was the biggest job Kiawanui, um that became the hub that became the headquarters rebel headquarters yeah rebel headquarters and they got the lease um you know renewed every few years through Kamehameha schools yeah. uh to align to the education on the Aloha based education um that they have uh, in place with their strategic plan. So <clears throat> it was centered out of Kelvanui for a very long time, but Uncle Walter started a new 501c3, uh, I believe it's Aina Momona. And so he he was he was ready to pass on Huyokopa. It was really neat for me to watch, you know, um, because I'm not a Kia Iloko, I mean, I was an educator and I always have been, um, but to see him, you know, Uncle Walt, give them the kahea and it's not always on restoration and it's not always education based sometimes it's political and it's like we need you guys we need your voices we need your faces because these guys aren't just kia'i loko they're very educated kanaka that like to get their hands dirty and move rocks you know so it's like it's a beautiful thing that's happening with when you look at the the, the generational thing where Uncle Walt would always say, one day the, the scholars are gonna be coming to the pond to learn from you guys. Now you guys are not gonna be going to the universities, it's gonna be the other way around. 
And so just in the last 15 years, yeah. we've seen huge growth in that way. The whole like the huli yeah. happening, you know, and um, Uncle Walt prepared uh, you for that. Yeah. 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 So we just we just built on that and started uh, doing more and more programs. And now we're restoring Ohalahala, Ohalahala yeah. which is the sixth fish pond for Huyokopa to restore. So. And so we are still so brand new in restructuring. We're only one year in. We just made one year of restructuring Huyokuapa, mm -hmm. and then trying to realign into that mission of how do we create this um, continuum, uh, generational current continuum, and training of the upcoming Kia Iloko. So we have we started putting up the wall. Some of the wall has already come up. But we're really trying to take it slow because we have plans to start like uh, coalitions where we bring in people from this Mona'e East District and train them to be Kia'i local yeah. for the other five ponds that are already restored or go learn how to go through the permitting process if they want to restore the pond adjacent to their aina. You know, so going back to those roots and saying, hey, how many ponds do we have on Mona'e? 68. 68 and a lot of them have ohana that are pili to those ponds that live right up on shore and mm -hmm. have rightful rights to as kuleana to take care of those ponds but they have no idea what the process is like and so we have like a master the weapon on our team joe farber who is the guy who knows how to go through this process of permitting and allowing a person to reconnect to their kuleana to care for the local uh, near their aina so that is what our new mission is yep. is to get people to learn the whole process and be trained in the process so huyokopa and up until this point has trained local people to put wall, wall um pohaku back yep. on wall mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they've trained and over 40 molokai people mm -hmm. When I got involved 20 years ago, and this is like a 40 year project. So when I got involved 20 years ago, the problem was there was nobody who were teacher types. There were nobody who were administrative types. Mm -hmm. There was nobody that was um, political types. There was, there, there was only the laborers. So that's hard for a nonprofit. Right? It's hard it's for hard a nonprofit to, to not to, have that. Yeah. 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 So what I think what is the best thing that happened is with what Miley said about not relinquishing the relationships that have already been built, yet adding mm -hmm. and being continue, um, the mission. continue with different skill sets at the head. Mm -hmm. So now you get a master educa educator, um, you get a supreme professional athlete, <laughs> a martial artist supreme. Yes. You know? I superhero <laughs> wannabe almighty almighty you know and we've touched every kid on this island if yes, not you know have. around the, around the state yes, and with our music with the poetry so with our combined powers like captain planet we are able to do way more than we this huyokopa ever thought possible yeah and for us instead of building the laborers again we had an idea of building the core the core yeah, so the koa, what we realized when we went into Ohalahala was that um, 
it was it had been in despair for over 120 years so we had zero history of how to restore this pond or what even anything about it nothing i mean even a name itself actually means to be disgruntled or disrupted so there's these little clues that we're trying to unveil by going and kilo doing our observational skills and saying why did the rocks displace themselves this way um oh is this where the spring the, the fresh water is coming from and then when he went in he was like whoa when he started to assess because you have to map out how are we going to restore this where's the existing wall where's the existing rocks uh, this and that he realized that the place was blooming with coral with koa and we were like hmm and him being you know the the kia'i that he is was like so brilliant because he always came from the viewpoint about preaching about limu it's not about the fish it's about the limu you know it's not about the cows in the pasture it's about the grass that you're growing <laughs> you know and so it was like limu 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 and then when he found that he was like koa he's like coral the basis limu and coral are the basis the kumulipo tells us that from the beginning of time those are the first two things that were created on the planet earth and so if we can somehow um, nurture that and start to even make more collaboration and partnerships and create a, a coral garden in there, which will promote the fish um, you know, recruitment as well. So that was a cool discovery. And what is good or what is um, absolutely perfect timing is Huyo Kopa, our 51C has moved with us home mm -hmm. where we live um, we live next to the last perennial stream on the south shore of Molokai, mm -hmm. Honolivai River, which is right in our Ahupua is where the reef, the long fringing reef of Molokai, it ends and the deep water starts. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of unique features to this place that we want to restore. And I think the biggest um, potential is that we live in the smallest ahupua'a in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Ohalahala is the fish pond to in this ahupua'a. Where we live. This ahupua'a mm -hmm. is holding the last running stream, and my family get interest in this ahupua'a. So we now, for one of the first times ever, not only have a local ia that we can restore, but we also have the ahupua'a that we could possibly restore too. Yeah. That connects to the reef and the river and also being a model of not just a nonprofit that says hey i want to come in and get a permit and restore this pond but be an example of an ohana that has kuleana to that uh, that local ia and say hey you know what any ohana can do this if yeah. you have the passion to restore and do it so you look at a lot of these fish ponds that are being restored they're being they're being restored in different on either DHHL land or other other um you know Powahi's land yeah. that they've leased, but this is different. This is Ohana Kuleana, and so uh, we really want to promote that because all these Molokai families they still they still live right next. They walk out in the front yard. You know the front yard is a fish pond, but it's all in disrepair. It's all bust up, and so. We want them and their children to be able to see and know that hey, if we could do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. And so we really want to have these training intergenerational programs. And it goes back to that proverb about, you know, you, you give a man a fish, you feed him for the day. 
Mm-hmm. You show them how for fish like they can feed themselves forever. Yeah. So that's the idea. Yeah. Like we can use this project for for help train and show people or train the people on how for go and do what they gotta do in their own place. Yes. I don't gotta go fix your fish pond. I go help you figure out, get you ready for you fix your fish pond. Right. You know? And then we can, you know, that's that's and through that it's like of course there's a whole big concept of ahupua'a management and restoration yeah. that comes along with what we teach. So it's not like, oh, let's just go in the pond. We're looking at the health of the ahupua'a, the health of the stream, the health of mocha, the health of the coastline, yeah. um, all those types of the health of the reef. So we're looking at all of those different types of things when we teach them and take them through this process. Real life, modern day konohikis. Mm-hmm. For real kind, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, mahalo for that explanation. That was really clarifying for me to hear this new kind of evolution of huyo kuapa. And I, I love those metaphors about the limu and the koa and focusing your efforts kind of on the source. And it makes me think of your Nahulu Kupuna project. I wonder if you could speak about that project and how you see it tying in with your work. Okay, so that was kind of just a surprise. It was, you know, through other art projects that I've done in the community. Um, You know how someone goes, oh, I know so-and-so, and and she does that kind of work, and, you know. So it was like a recommendation through a friend. Um, Actually, she's a very well-known Hawaiian, Native Hawaiian artist, Haranani Orm, and she's a good friend of mine. And so her sister lives here in Molokai, and her sister participated, Haranani and her sister both participated in a project that I organized and directed years ago. And so through those connections, her nanny sister, Maile, called me and said, hey, I have a classmate that I went to Punahou with. Uh, she's Kanaka. She's living in California for a couple of decades now. And she's having this calling, this pulling. Something's pulling her to come back to Molokai because her grandmother was from Molokai. But she grew up, you know, like a lot of us, we know oh, grandma's from here and grandma, grandpa's from there, but we never experienced what grandma and grandpa's life really was like or where their home was really like. So she had a disconnect with Molokai. And so she really wanted to reconnect somehow with her kupuna by coming back to Molokai and connecting with Molokai kupuna today. Of course, her grandmother is long gone. Um, And so I said, hey, you know, and try to brainstorm and think, how can we make this work? And she said, I'm just being cool to come there and photograph people and and capture moments of Molokai people. And um, do you have any ideas of how I could maybe like theme this or, you know, and she wasn't even looking for money at the time. She just wanted leads of who I can paint because she just is a passion project. So she actually just started painting, paying for everything out of her pocket. She's an oil painter, incredible oil painter. Her name is um, Vani Breno Cameron. And she started to photograph people and we, we chose to do kupuna and masters. I said he masters I said you know what if we're gonna do kupuna let's not just do kupuna any kupuna because anyone can say oh I'm a kupuna I re- I am an elder I reached a certain age but not any everyone can say I'm a hulu kupuna and so a hulu kupuna is a term that refers to kupuna that are very revered they've earned their stripes basically and so uh, we have a dozen or so left on our island and maybe more, maybe a little more than two dozen left on our island that we can really refer to and look to and say, oh, that's the auntie you gotta go talk to. That's the uncle you have to go talk to, you know? Yeah. 
And so he was a really cool connect because he's born and raised here. So I said, hey, I really want to take her to meet all these hulukukuna who are actual mentors for us. We've been so blessed yeah. to be mentored. And so it was easy for make the connection, not like calling up, a, you know, auntie as a stranger and saying, oh, auntie, we can come talk to you. It was like, hey, auntie, you know, we, you know, we want to do this really cool project and we really honor what you do. And so he made all the phone calls. I was like, they love you. I mean, I think they love both of us, but they have a way with not, they can never tell them no. And they're always like ready for Hano to show up in the driveway. So that, and so he made the phone calls, right? Yeah, it was good. You know, I mean, you know them your whole life. You've been mentored by them. You love mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just know, like, go by them because you're going to have to spend the whole day. <laughs> Talking story. Right? So if you can spend the whole <laughs> day, we're going to have a good reason. <laughs> you know, but it was beautiful. It was from, a beautiful experience. You know, from Hawaiian cowboys to uh, master fishermen to the auntie who the best at picking limu. limu and making I mean, Hawaiian it's making just, it was a beautiful experience. So we came up with a list um, with the ones that were peely to us that have met, actually been mentors to us and, and also reaching outside of that box and wanting to honor everybody. Um, and so we came up with a list and so Vani came back, she came to on two trips. Yeah. Um, first one just paid out of pocket. And then the second one, we got grant monies through Hawaii People's Fund. And so we were able to bring her back and that was like in June or July. Yeah. And so she got the rest of her photos. And so through this process, we made sure that we spent time with them and there was recording done, not through the whole time, but there were these moments that we would capture on film because eventually you know, you always want to keep the idea of making like a doc, a mini docu-series or something. I mean, these kupuna aren't going to be here much longer. So we captured as much as we could through photography and through video. And we got to talk story. Ooh, yeah, and Vani honor. got to be there. Super honor. And it was like such good storytelling. And that was the best part. And then while they're t telling these stories, Vani's just like clicking away. So these paintings that were that were done are just so in the moment and so genuine. Um, and we tried to capture them in their element, in their space, um, talking about the things that uh, make them hulukukuna. And, and it was really emotional at times because it would conjure up these, these memories from their childhood and how these practices that they're experts at yeah. aren't really the same anymore because the resources aren't the same anymore. So, you know, auntie goes to, we go, oh, auntie, go take us to the spot where you and your mama go, went, go pick um, the ele ele, the limu ele ele. Oh, okay, a little bit down this way we go. So we're walking along the sand and keep walking, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. She goes, oh, yeah, long time never have, but I was hoping we'd have, you know, this time, but long time I never see that kind. Even the other kind limu, and she starts naming all these other limu that she just doesn't see anymore. Oh, heavy. And so we all like, you know, moment of silence a little bit. So a couple of those moments of silence ha happened during this whole process. And um, so it was a really beautiful experience that we wanted to try and capture in these portraits, if portraits could speak. And we, so with this series, uh, the plans is to make two sets of prints and have one set of print given, of course, to each kupun and their family, like an 18 by 20. And then the other set of prints, I currently have our other mural um, project at the Molokai High School Library, the only high school and middle school on, campus on, on the island. So we'd like to replace that mural that's been there for six years. It's a mobile mural with the Nahulu Kupuna project with another set of prints. 
the original set of prints we, we want to keep because we know that we can't exhibit them unless they're originals. So we want to inspire other communities to say, hey, who are your living Pulukupuna? You still have time. How can you um, highlight them? How can you ho'ohanohano them? How can we make the keiki go, wow, I know that uncle, I know that auntie, I didn't know that they knew all that stuff, you know? And yeah. being able to bring those stories to light, like I said, through these little video clips, making it another educational resource where the stories are told. If yeah. you think about loko ia, each separate one, each and every one as a cultural treasure, that would be the same thing as this hulukupuna mm -hmm. that we're presenting. Mm -hmm. You know, the they cultural treasures that need to be restored, remembered, mm -hmm. revitalized, and, 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 and used as a, you know, a place of learning, mm -hmm. you know, for remember. So I think the connection is easy, you know, how they all incorporate and how they all connect yes. to a better, more, more uplifting, more um, productive, more pono, brighter, hopeful future. Yeah. And all of, like I would say about 98% of those Hulukupuna in the project have played really critical roles in Kuyokopa. You know, what you were just saying about the Nahulu Kupuna project, it makes me think about both the, the history as well as the future of Loko Ia in Hawaii. Could you talk about the role that Loko Ia have played in Hawaii's past, as well as your vision for their importance in the future of Molokai of, and of Hawaii broadly? Right now, that the Loko Ia, like, it's a representation of Molokai's sustainable potential mm -hmm. the ability for say i don't need the, the the barges i don't need i don't need the the stores you know i can we can we know how to live sustainably on our own right now with them in in total disrepair yeah you know we're missing that part mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so right now um although the aquaculture mm -hmm. capacity is massive I think the educational capacity is more important. Yeah. What we've used the uh, local ER um, recently and in, in the past uh, couple of decades was to educate the kids about how to love your environment, how to treat, protect, uh, safeguard nature, mm -hmm. um, how to be cultural, mm -hmm. have more cultural practices how to respect each other, how to, you know, <clears throat> operate under uh, adverse conditions, you know, in an educational capacity, the fish pond can teach almost everything. Right. You know? That makes me think back to like the historical context of like Lokoi'a and how they began, you know, in Hana and Hina telling Ko'ulakai, you know, giving him very specific instructions on how to build this first fish pond ever in Hawaii'ine. Um, where to go get the the wood to make the first makaha or sluice gates, which actually came from Molokai and Mauna Loa. It's a magical tree called makale that could summon fish. And so that was the beginning of the fish ponds, and it was this idea of um, food sustainability. But it wasn't, you know, the 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 interesting thing about fish ponds is, is that um, it provided so much and even historically when you look at those ancient mo'olelo there was a time when the people became ungrateful 
they forgot about the blessings of everything they had been given the local uh the loikalo the ahupua system and so they commissioned their son Ula and hina commissioned their son and they said hey you know enough now we've taught you how to make all the nets you can make all the hooks you can make how to build a fish pond it's time to you for you to go and teach others how to do these things but not just that to remind them how to show gratitude and so I, I was the one that went through Hawaii and taught them how to build the the uh, or the, the altars, the shrines, uh, how to leave the ho'okupu, how to remember to oli before and after to show gratitude, to continue that the circle of blessings. So you see re history repeating itself, where people forgot, yeah, and 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 values were were shifted to feed into the economy. We can't work in local e or lo'i anymore. That's not, that's not profitable enough. You know, so <clears throat> they became desolate, they became forgotten. And so I'm, I'm looking at it as like this time where that what I, I did, like carrying on that mission of AI and creating resources, creating opportunities, restoring spaces that can remind people of how great, how beautiful this place is. You know, scientifically, if you look at all these local ia, a lot of people have no idea that it's not just a fish pond. Like, Hana mm. always uses the analogy that it's a mirror of the ahupua'a. So if you're going to restore a fish pond, you better you better start finding all the existing springs and restoring those springs. You better start checking up mocha and seeing the health of mocha and checking the erosion levels. Mm -hmm. You better get rid of all the cattle that's right above the local ia. You know, and you, so there's so many different components that are coming into this modern version of what would I, I do today? What would be the obstacles that I, I would have to reteach the people of Hawaii today? And that stuff like that, that the local ia can teach so much. They say like in every local ia, there's one to five punawai or springs across the whole Hawaii name. How come we don't know where those springs are? We don't even know the names of those springs. We're only reliant on opening a water faucet and getting our water that way. What happened to using just surface water? You know, so there's so many layers of these lessons, I guess, that we could say of AIs, yeah. you know. Another one region. is we've taken this local EA concept and have really pounded the, the the pavement around the Pacific and saying the local ia are like many conservation areas themselves. Mm -hmm. In this nursery type environment, all the animals safe. Mm -hmm. The limo, everything in this area is safe. You cannot touch them. Okay. When me and Kalaniwa was talking about the fish pond, and there was an idea that hey. Mm -hmm. Molokai needs a fish hatchery and nursery mm -hmm. to be able to stock the fish ponds with potential fish. And we were like, that's dumb. <laughs> the fish pond in the springs is, is natural <laughs> nursery habitats and, and, and the kind hatcheries. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. This is dumb. Yeah, yeah. All we got to do is, 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 is go restore, restore them. Yeah. So Open using up the these screen. Western concepts to fix something that already has a solution. Right. You know. But we we've used this in so many there's so much potential. You know, hosting groups at Kyalvanui, we've we've seen church groups come in, um, science groups come in, 
Uh, social welfare groups come in. You know, um, guys on rehab, rehab right? guys yeah, come yeah. in. Okay. The the best of the best kids come in. Mm-hmm. The worst of the worst kids come in. Mm-hmm. At yeah. every level, at every angle, this can be used to help make our environment, our world, and our people better. And no matter what type of group, it's always been an incredible experience. Yeah. Because it's like we don't even have to do anything. The local Ia and the Aina does the magic, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we just facilitate. Nature is the chief. All humans is servants, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what we would put with pound, you know, pound mm-hmm. them until, you know, believe it or not, that's the truth. Yeah. You know, and there's something really powerful about, um, you know, the approach that we've, it's our formula where, you know, you get your hands dirty and then when we, we create. Yeah. And it's very kanaka. It's very human. I mean, all throughout the world, you know, that's that's just what humans have done. And so when we when we successfully disconnected ourselves from nature and being artists, then you got you got a bunch of crazy humans running around today, you know. <laughs> so that's everything for us is like getting hands dirty and creating. We, we think that's like the solution to so many things, opening the heart, opening the mind. For us too, is it's, I think um, what I'm thinking about and getting very excited about is just like our fish pond, Ohalahala, I never knew what the potential was, what it would be capable of until we actually went in and started working on yeah. it. Then you start to see, it's like, oh, you know, like Forrest Gump, it's like a box of chocolate. You don't know what you're going to get. You drove past that thing your your whole life. I drove past that thing my whole life, and I realized that had all that coral, and and it could possibly be the best coral classroom in all of the whole world. That was such a cool discovery, you know, for him going in with different lenses, like literally snorkel math, you know, going in with, like, everything he's like, I'm going to go, and, like, for a couple weeks, he'd go and just do his kilo, his observations, his logging, his video logs, like, and it's like that's his new baby now. And so um, you, there's a there's a there's another Olelo no Eao that I love saying. So man doesn't realize the beauty in in the place in which he was raised. So Hano Hano drove past that fish pond for forty something years and never thought anything of it. Swam all of our babies swam in that pond because it looks like a little baby pool. It's a safe place for the babies to swim. And nobody thought anything of it. Our baby shower was right there. We didn't even know the name of the pond. You know what I mean? And so now it's like, now it's like, oh my gosh. And so you hear the family stories. Auntie's like, always, the family used to always camp right there, right at the corner of the pond. Everything's all overgrown now. And you know, and that was like what Auntie Priscilla's thing was, you know, and because it's right across the street from great grandpa's house. And so you hear all these stories and and it's just very special and on every level. Well, it's really been a pleasure speaking with you both. Could you share now some of the ways that our listeners could get involved or support your work? The best way is like everyone else, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram page. Um, we have a beautifully redone uh, website that our daughter did for her internship this summer with Princeton. <laughs> um, so everything is there. I, the website is like the best place, I think, because it's like a hub and it has connections to all because we have so many different facets between us two and projects that all feed into Huyokopa. 
So the website is the one. So it's huyokoapa.org. And um, we we were open for community restoration days once a month, but we because of the COVID numbers, just in the yeah. last two weeks, we had to cancel. But that doesn't mean we're not going to still restore. So he's going to still restore with the Kiawanui um, Kia'i and continue the, the restoration uh, work. Uh, until way. the situation changes, you know. But mm -hmm. up until now, just play them safe because these kinds of stuff, we're on the 600-year plan anyway. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but, it's not overnight yeah. success. So if you go to our um, website too, like if, if you want to donate to the cause, because we have tons of projects and future projects um, that we want to take on, um, you can donate there. We have just a donate through PayPal. Um, you can contact us through uh, alohahaloa at gmail.com. And um, of course, you know, any of those social media websites you can just message us if you have questions but as far as updates just follow us awesome well thank you both so much for taking the time to speak with us today is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share if you like know more of our story go listen to our go music listen to our music yeah so our music is a nice summary of of everything that the, we've said the paniola prince and mcqueen miley or mcqueen miley and the paniola prince <laughs> you want to put it but it's on either on spotify you know amazon music um apple music itunes we're everywhere youtube so um yeah and it's a, another great educational tool as well through hip-hop yeah and, and and if you you guys have chance go to spotify we get one it comes under a single but the new prayer songs you yeah. get some of the singles that we're going to release yeah it'll all show up under panola yeah. prince yeah. yeah go check them out mm -hmm. Yeah. Will do. And uh, if you're okay with it, we'd love to share some of your music at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You almost made me feel so good. I was, was going to ask yeah. her if we could sing one right now. Yeah, we could do one right now. We have the, the speaker. I think an oldie but goodie is always good, like Guardians, because it talked about the youth and our work in the Pacific and the ocean and stuff like that. Sure. So this melee is called Guardians, and it's the only melee that I actually incorporated an, uh, an Oli Kahiko, an ancient chant, Eihuano Luna. And I um, just thought it was appropriate, and it just speaks of um, what we do, you know, trying to raise this next generation of guardians um, by being guardians ourselves and being the models ourselves. So, yeah. <clears throat> Our voices will be loud, so it'll even it out. <laughs> Thanks to you guys. Pacific Ocean is where we come from. All one people under the sun, together as one. Time to stand and fight for all. Not just some, not run or succumb to the dumb ones. No offense, cause we're not trying to make trouble. But what you said you take it is really more like double. Environment in rubble, tipping point is on the bubble. Fish you rustle when the politicians you hustle. Our feathers get ruffled when our cries get muffled. We all struggle while you cuddle and snuggle. When you smuggle, you laugh at us and chuckle. Taking what you like, flexing military muscle. 
Your reality is truly insanity An epic tragedy for all of humanity Ironically you fail to see that for family We will fight to protect this world for eternity New generations got it standing right here All the children of Moana knew we are care Papa and mother were care Skyfather Pacific Ocean Sisters and brothers Guardians, by the Paniola Prince and Queen Miley. To listen to the full song, you can look on Spotify or iTunes. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to Hawaii Rising so you never miss an episode. Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey. Our theme music is Revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock, written and sung by Mickey Huihui. Production of this podcast is supported by a fellowship from Princeton University. Thank you to our community donors and to you, our audience, for listening. In our next episode, we'll be speaking with Kipuka Kuleana. These are steps towards restoring sovereignty um, in many forms and in many ways all over our Paiaina. And this is part of that work is uh, restoring lands. You don't want to miss it. <laughs>